There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Top of the morning to you. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. Paulie's out today. Uh, we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. And uh, Brad Powers is going to join the program coming up in five minutes. We'll talk about some uh, college football games of the year that he has action on. And uh, we'll go over some win totals in college football as now books are starting to open up uh, and putting those on the board as well. Uh, an observation that I had with the win totals is like five teams have a total of one and a half or fewer. I don't think I can ever recall that <laughs> in a single college football season. <clears throat> One team I will ask Brad Powers about here in a few minutes um, with a win total one and a half. Yeah, that's very intriguing to me. Okay, uh, let me run this by you, Matt. Uh-huh. Uh, ben Fox does a great job covering um, gambling for VSIN. He tweeted this out yesterday. New Jersey has now topped Nevada for the number one sports betting state in terms of handle post PASPA, June 2018. Through present, New Jersey's up to fifteen plus billion dollars in handle. Nevada, a little bit shy of fifteen billion dollars. Not surprising, right? Not surprising at all. When uh, New York has not had legal sports betting, and I know a lot of guys, I know a few um, more than a few personally who drive from New York to New Jersey to uh, get down bets. And you know, once New York has legal sports betting, I think New Jersey's handle is going to be hurt a little bit. No but- doubt. You know, right now you've got that whole New, Jer- New York, New Jersey area. Not surprising to me that uh, the handle numbers have been stronger than Nevada. I, I, we, you know what? Talked about this yesterday with Aaron Renning. When uh, PASPA was repealed, 
in 2000, was it uh, 18, May yeah. of 2018? A lot of people said, well, it's going to hurt the handle in Vegas. You're not going to have as many people going to Vegas, bet sports. The handle in Nevada just set a record for April. How about that? Uh, so it really has not, uh, the fact that sports betting has spread nationally has not hurt the, the wagering handle in this state. Now, I think once California comes on board. California could be a little bit different story. That'll, that'll, that'll ding us a little bit for sure. Um, but they're now. Ben couple, had, yeah, that's probably a couple of years away. Yeah, Ben had this yesterday. Uh, Californians will be able to vote in November of 2022 on a ballot. So yeah. that's that's what uh, that's 18 yeah. months away. Yeah, you got a year and a half away, and then how long does it take to yeah. really install sports betting after that? It's probably going to be at uh, race tracks and uh, Indian reservations, right? You know, California yeah. is so screwed up politically, too. Who knows what the sports betting scene is going to look like there. Uh, I'm not even sure if California sports betting would hurt the handle in Vegas that much. You see the crowds in Vegas, and you're going to see them yeah. this weekend on oh, a holiday sure. weekend. People still love to come here, yeah. man. I would say that uh, in like five years, but Nevada probably will be surpassed. Because it's a numbers game, right? That's all it is. Like New York will eventually take over because of the population. Florida... At some point, we'll probably surpass Nevada. If you do it the right way, some of these that's, that's exactly right. Some yes. of these states are not doing a good job implementing sports betting. Right. Yeah. B- b- yeah. Based on the rules that they can, and if they're doing it the right way, Montana, Tennessee. Did you see some of the hockey numbers in Montana that's this a week? Joke. It's like minus two hundred five on the favorite, even money for the underdog. The underdog. Are you kidding me? That's disgusting, man. Um, Brad Powers on the program coming up next. We'll talk college football win totals. And uh, Matt, very intrigued by a one and a half win total for this team coming up uh, this season. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Jordan Spieth and Sergio Garcia share the first round lead at the Charles Schwab Challenge at the Colonial in Fort Worth. Both at seven under par. Spieth, the pre flop favorite at 10 to 1, is now plus 175. Garcia, 6 to 1. Jason Kokrak and Eric Compton are two shots off the pace at five under par. Kokrak 14 to 1. Compton 100 to 1. NBA playoff action coming up today. The LA Clippers in a two games and unhold. A two point road favorite at Dallas, 219 and a half at American Airlines Center. It's Dallas Keiko on the mound with the White Sox. A $2.20 home favorite against the Orioles, who have dropped 10 straight games. These said experts are getting ready for the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Andy McNeil, our hockey expert, will give you all the analysis on the ice while our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, gives you all the information you need to bet and win of the NBA. Sign up now for your free 10-day trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Sennett. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Good to have you on board here on a Friday morning. If you miss any part of the show today or anything on the VEASAN schedule, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, and they're all free, available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. I guess to, to clarify a little bit here, because we did get uh, pinged during the break with a couple of um, 
uh, tweets, handful of them anyway. Talking it's always about, good to know that people are listening. Absolutely, paying attention. Whatever, yeah. Uh, so we know New York has sports betting. But it's it's a, on a very limited basis. I really don't count it because it's not full blown sports betting yet. Yeah, a couple of spots. Yeah, they don't have mobile yet. You got to have so mobile. yeah. When we're talking about full blown, you know, sports betting, then New York will eventually you know take away from New Jersey, no question, and then go up, you know, skyrocket up the charts in terms of uh, overall betting handle. Uh, Brad Powers joins the program now, college football analyst, uh, great at betting this sport and others. Um, he really thrives betting college football. And the games of the year were announced last year or put up on the board over at South Point. Brad, no doubt, was a part of that. How did that experience go for you, Brad, last week? I went well. It was good seeing, you know, after not having it last year, uh, good seeing guys like Paul Stone, uh, a guy that you normally have, uh, you know, frequently on the show. Good to see him for the first time in, in over a year and some other guys. And uh, always good to be betting college football. Uh, I, I don't mind betting it, even though it's, three-plus months uh, in advance, and hopefully, at least, I always perceived, that, at least to myself, that I got some great value, but uh, hopefully it works out. I'll ask you about the value that you think you got coming up here in a little bit, but uh, we asked Paul Stone this last week, how, how do you do that, like with your process, when, you know, Chris Andrews actually sends out the list of games he's going to put on the board, which he doesn't have to do, but he does, to give you an idea of what's going to be available, then you get all your numbers ready, and then, like, when you go to the window, and what you're allowed to bet I think they tell you like three. Maybe they were a little, little bit more lenient last week, but usually like three games on the board. How do you decide when there are other pros there trying to do exactly what you're doing, picking out the best numbers? How do you like decide which are your best three games that you go with right out of the gates? Uh, great question. Uh, as far as strategy, you're right. Typically, they only allow you to bet three. They were lenient last week, I think. You know, first time around, I bet three just because you know, that's been the rules. But uh-huh. I, I saw other people looking like they were betting more than three. So I think the second time around, I just went ahead and bet every single. You know, <laughs> I think I had like 10 other games I wanted to bet. So I did it the second time around. But usually my thought process is, look, they're already holding up my money uh, in, in, for a long period. Mm-hmm. I like that my best three plays in the first couple weeks of the season. And that's usually my strategy. I hit those early because. As you're looking over 100 games, uh, you know, Chris did a good job at least, you know, getting those games out in advance. That's not always the case at other sports books, but a lot of guys are going to hit the early games first. And then I always go back through and look at some of the the games in late October and November. But getting that week one, week two, week three out of the way is always my thought process going in. Okay, good answer. Brad, what were uh, three of the first games you hit? Because uh, I think the first one I would have bet at the South Point was LSU minus two at UCLA. I made that number higher. Did you play that game? I didn't. I, under, I understand that thought process. Uh, just uh, generally speaking, you have uh, an SEC team that, that's significantly out-recruited a uh, Pac-12 team in UCLA. But it, it was relatively close to my power rating. Uh, sure. Believe it or not, I have LSU right around three. So I didn't hit that one. Not surprised that other people hit it and moved it to three. The one that I did hit uh, that I expected to move was one of the biggest movers. Uh, I laid the, the, the third. I got, I got 13 and a half. I think it opened 13. Somebody got it before me. But 13 and a half with the Crimson Tide of Alabama against Miami. And that was, you know, I didn't come into the, 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 the day thinking I was going to bet a lot of Alabama games. But I thought at least me personally, I thought Chris downgraded Alabama too much. I know mm-hmm. they lost a lot of guys at the offensive skill position. The reality is, 
Alabama is the program that reloads. They, they signed the best recruiting class in the history of college football, at least since the ratings have become a little bit more standardized. Uh, I, I think Alabama was undervalued. I, I bet Alabama four times in the game of the year line. I, I did not expect that at all coming into it. By the way, Paul Stone did too. He bet Alabama four times. Did he really? And uh, I thought the same thing. You know, if you're going to open uh, numbers on Bama games, why would you open on the low side of key numbers? Like Alabama 13 against Miami. A pretty good chance that number is going to get bet up, maybe even as high as 17 by September 4th when that game is played in Atlanta. So I, I thought Chris... Did a great job overall, no doubt. I mean, he opened around 100 games, and no game moved more than three points. So mm. he did a really good job overall. But I also thought he uh, underestimated Alabama a little bit. Uh, Brad, DraftKings put up win totals, season win totals on every college football team this week. Uh, have you had a chance to analyze the uh, season win totals yet? I have. I bet 20 of them. Uh, <laughs> but with, with that said, you're like, oh, oh my goodness, they, they were really off. No, actually, they weren't. Uh, I was actually impressed uh, with it because sometimes, uh, from doing this, uh, you know, almost a decade, you know, sometimes, I mean, believe it or not, I think a season win total might be off two wins, which is, you know, re- remarkable considering you only play 12 regular season games. But uh, the one that I thought was off more than a win, there was only one of them, and, and that was Toledo. And it, 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 my thought process, why that was so far off for DraftKings, is quite simple. Bill Connolly is a guy that does a lot of college football data. Uh, He's one of the best analytics guys out there, at least in the college football market. And he does a returning production ranking. And a couple months ago, he put out his initial returning production. And Toledo ranked number 96. Well, that was a mistake because Toledo actually is number one. The Rockets return all 22 starters. And, uh, you know, that was a team from priest spring practice to post-spring practice, you know, getting that new bit of information that, hey, every, they got a bunch of super seniors coming back for their sixth year. You know, Toledo's power rating, at least in my ratings, moved almost a touchdown. And that's where I thought the mispricing was there. So I bet Toledo over seven and a half wins was my favorite season win total bet. It moved up to eight, and I still would bet over eight wins. And I think Toledo wins at least nine games this year. That is a great catch. Great observation by you. Mm-hmm. Ter- terrific. Uh, was there any other like group of five team that you decided to bet? New Mexico over four wins. And, and the story here, I mean, obviously it's not going to get any national publicity because it's New Mexico, but I, I even think among the people that follow college football, it's not getting enough play. The job first-year coach Danny Gonzalez did last year for the Lobos. And it's just not Danny Gonzalez. Keep in mind, he also hired as a defensive coordinator Rocky Long, who I think is probably the best coach uh, in the history of the Mountain West Conference mm-hmm. when you look what he did in New Mexico and San Diego State. And, and New Mexico last year, keep in mind, they didn't play any home games. They were here in Vegas the whole fall. They, got, they had to uproot uh, their whole football you know, program and were here living in hotels and going to school and playing their games over at Sam Boyd. And New Mexico, and they're, you would think, ah, oh, they, they get worn down, they get beat up. It's a first-year coach. It's a COVID year, and New Mexico starts 0-5. Their last two games, New Mexico, with a fifth-string quarterback who's a walk-on freshman, New Mexico wins their last two games outright as a double-digit underdog against Fresno State and Wyoming. That's coaching. I thought it was one of the best coaching jobs I saw all last year. A lot of got, those guys are back this year. Obviously, you get spring practice now in year two under Danny Gonzalez. 
They bring in a transfer at quarterback uh, from Kentucky, Terry Wilson. I get it. Terry Wilson wasn't going to wow you in the SEC, but he also won a lot of football games in the SEC, mm-hmm. and now he's going to New Mexico. So they have upgraded at, at quarterback. New Mexico over four wins. I think they make a bowl game this year. Yeah, Danny Gonzalez came over from Arizona State. I like their coaching staff a lot as well, and I was betting that uh, Lobos team last year, even though it was a difficult situation to be on the road, the Lobos were on yeah. the road. I mean, and uh, to what they had to do, what they had to overcome was impressive. And I, that team was on my radar coming into this season. Brad, uh, I thought Marcus Arroyo was a, a terrible hire by UNLV. He was uh, a poor offensive coordinator at Oregon. In fact, uh, I think they were trying to figure out a way to get rid of him. And uh, UNLV did the Ducks a favor by hiring him as head coach. So we go into year two of Marcus Arroyo here in Las Vegas, and the win total on UNLV is one and a half. Rebels open the season at home against Eastern Washington. Uh, they'll probably be around, I'm going to guess, you tell me if I'm wrong, I'm going to say UNLV is a six, maybe a six-point favorite in that game against Eastern Washington. How do you not win one more game on that schedule to get over one and a half, or do you think this is the right number? Could the Rebels lose to Eastern Washington? Is Marcus Arroyo that bad? Well, I love that you don't beat around the bush. A lot of local guys here in Vegas you know, wouldn't come out and say what you just said, Matt. So I, I really appreciate you being honest because I totally agree with you. X's and O's wise, Oregon left a lot to be desired. Held back Justin Herbert, yes. in my opinion. Yep. I mean, Justin Herbert flashed as a true freshman. I thought as a true freshman, I'm like, hey, this is the first overall pick three years from now. And he just really never got better. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. It wasn't a strong hire. He's doing a good job recruiting. I'll, I'll give him the one positive. But I, I guess where I'm not surprised that it's one and a half, and my big disagreement, I hope you they they hang UNLV, a six or seven point favorite in that opener. Because I'm here to tell you, Eastern Washington should be favored in that game. So if they <laughs> hang a number like that, okay. I am going to be betting Eastern Washington. They're a top 10 FCS team. And keep in mind, top 10 FCS teams, are better than the bottom 10 or 15 programs at the FBS level. And Eastern Washington probably has the best quarterback at the FCS level, so keep an eye on that one. Can they win New Mexico? No, I don't think so on the road. I like New Mexico. Utah State at home is the only other winnable game. So it's going to be Eastern Washington and Utah State are the only two winnable games, in my opinion. Can they go 2-0 and on those? I would say no. I'd lean <laughs> under one and a half wins. You know, it's embarrassing when San Jose State's on your schedule and Brad says that's not a winnable game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's not. I mean, do- <laughs> the, the double-digit underdog easily in that game for the Rebs. Oh, that is so embarrassing. Okay, C- can you recall a year? I mean, when I looked at the numbers that were sent out at DraftKings, UNLV is uh, one and a half. UMass is one and a half. Chris Felica had a great tweet on UMass. They play Rhode Island and I think Maine, yeah. and their win total is one and a half. ULM one and a half. Bowling Green one and a half. Kansas is one. Like, am I wrong on this? Or didn't didn't like the lowest team in college football? The win total used to be like two or two and a half, and now we have five teams this year below two. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously, everyone in college football talks about the top and at the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Ohio States of the world separating themselves from college football. But the the, the opposite is happening at the bottom of college football, where the, the the worst teams in college football, as far as my power ratings, doing this almost a decade. I mean, I had three, four teams in the last couple of years, the worst of any teams I've ever power rated in. Yeah, typically I want to go over, you know, one, one and a half win totals. Sure. But I think they're all justified. I mean, Bowling Green, my alma mater, is as bad 
by far the worst they've ever been as a program. Just a totally non-competitive. And again, it comes down to these FCS games. These FCS programs are better than these bottom five, six, seven uh, FBS teams, and you know, they shouldn't be favored over them. And you know, Kansas is just you know been a nightmare. And can they you know match their season win total? It's going to come down to week one against an FCS program in South Dakota. That game's going to be close to pick them. So yeah, I. I don't. I wasn't firing away overs. Let's just put it that mm. way. On one and a half on a lot of those teams. Were you going under Bama or Clemson eleven and a half? I wasn't. And again, yeah, yeah. you know, if you'd asked me five, ten years ago, I'd have been firing under on those eleven and a half because there's pretty much only one way to go on those. And the reality is, Clemson, outside of the opener against Georgia, is going to be a seventeen plus point favorite in every game. And Clemson just doesn't, they don't Clemson anymore. They don't lose games that they shouldn't. Alabama hasn't lost to an unranked opponent since 2007 against Louisiana Monroe. Who are they going to lose to? I mean, Alabama's a double-digit favorite in every single game. I just, I I don't see the loss anywhere. It's amazing. What about some of the other teams near the top? Ohio State and Oklahoma are at 11 apiece. You have Georgia 10.5, and and then you see Carolina, uh, Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina, of course, those last two awesome stories from last year, all three of those teams are at 10. I think from a value aspect, uh, you know, I, I'm again, I'm not betting Ohio State and Oklahoma under. I mean, they have proven consistently the last five, six years, they're just so much better than the rest of their conference. And I'll say this, I think Oklahoma's got their best team on paper entering a season as far as balance, offense, defense, in more than a decade. So, I know Iowa State's getting a lot of love in the Big 12. Oklahoma's by far the best team. Same with the Buckeyes. I just I don't see a loss on their schedule. I have Ohio State a double-digit favorite in every single game. Uh, looking at you know the, the North Carolina is a team that I want to look at because uh, they're a team that I currently have favored in every game but one, with the exception being a road trip to, to Notre Dame where North Carolina has a bye prior. Notre Dame plays USC. So if North Carolina can win that game, I think it's very winnable. I think they go over their season win total of 10. How much do you downgrade Notre Dame? Uh, Chris Andrews said he knocked uh, Notre Dame's power rating down about eight points uh, from the end of last season. Ian Book, obviously gone. Uh, what's your outlook for the Irish? Are they going to be an 8-9 win team? Uh, great question, Matt. And there was a disagreement. Uh, so, yeah, Chris came out and said eight points. I'm more in the five range, so hence I, I bet a lot. You know, I didn't come into it expecting to bet Notre Dame. I probably wanted to fade the Irish because I do think they take a step back this year, but it's all about numbers, and I ended up betting Notre Dame minus six against Florida State, Notre Dame minus seven against Stanford all the way back in November. I thought those games were at least three points off compared to what I had, so uh, you know, I, I think Notre Dame takes a step back. I just don't think it's as big of a step back as at least what Chris uh, uh, put it at. Brad, uh, that was an awesome spot. Terrific analysis, man. Thanks so much for coming on today. We really appreciate that. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me on. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too. Follow him on Twitter. He is at BradPower7. Dynamite follow on Twitter. It's not even June yet. Like, that would have been an awesome spot in the middle of August. I could talk college football with guys like Paul Stone and Brad Powers year-round. Yep. Now, we have to wait another three months to get games, but the TV schedule has been slightly tinkered to potentially create some body clock games in college football. Big deal or not? We'll talk about it next.
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app. Sign up using the promo code VSIN and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, prices, counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. So we just did a uh, very fun spot with Brad Powers talking college football. Uh, wanted to point this out that CBS Sports announced this week their upcoming schedule that they have. And they're going to be featuring a lot of uh, early games, yeah. specifically for the Mountain West Conference. Now, the, uh, the uh, September 11th, that's the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. They're playing Air Force at Navy. That's a 3.30 Eastern time, 12.30 Pacific time start. Um, I can only imagine what that day is going to be like uh, with those two teams playing each other on that day. You move forward beyond that, Matt, like two weeks later on, on Saturday, September 25th, Boise plays at Utah State. That's 10 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Pacific. And they're doing that a lot on the schedule where you see these Mountain West teams playing like either 8.30 Pacific or 9 o'clock Pacific games. You know, I understand what the Mountain West is trying to do here. You want to get uh, more eyes on your conference and uh, more national TV exposure. But really... I don't think it's going to make much of a difference at all in terms of boosting the uh, profile of the conference. Here's, here's the reason, Mitch. Those games are going to get lost in the shuffle. At the same time, there's going to be SEC, Big, Big 10, Ten, ACC, Big 12. Uh, all those major conferences, the four of the uh, power conferences are going to be playing games at the same time. Who's going to watch Utah State on a morning kickoff time? Nobody cares. The appeal of West Coast football is – and – whether people want to admit it or not, gamblers, uh, people who love to bet college football, watch the late-night games on Saturday because they want action. Absolutely. And that's that's really where uh, your viewership comes from, people who are betting these late-night games. And the Mountain West and the Pac-12, they draw a lot of viewers because people want action on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's what's left on the board? Well, we got a couple of Pac-12 games, got Mountain West, and you got the Hawaii game, right? That's why the Hawaii game's always been so big. Right. People love to bet the Hawaii game. Right. I know. I have for years and years. So I think the Mountain West is kind of getting out of uh, its comfort zone a little bit. And, and uh, I don't think this is going to be a successful venture. Yeah. So this is on uh, Black Friday. Air Force game might be an exception. That Air well, Force-Navy game is going to be a different – that's a different animal. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. But on, on Black Friday, on November 26th, for example, Boise's playing at San Diego State at 9 a.m. in San Diego. Now, see, that's a game that would get a lot of viewers if you played that at night. Sure. That's a late-night game in San Diego. A lot of people would uh, – there would be a lot of eyes well, on that game. Like, who, as we're coming back now as a country, who's going to want to – like, I'm thinking about the locals here. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of home field advantage is that going to be? It will be zero the night after Thanksgiving. Right. And then, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how people attack Black Friday anymore. I think it's probably more online than anything else, but I've never really gotten into that, so I don't know if we're going to have 7,000 people waiting outside of Walmarts to get in. I don't know. Maybe they still do that. But at 9 o'clock in the morning, what kind of atmosphere are you going to have there? You're going to have zero. It's going to be like last uh, year during the pandemic. Yeah. I, I, know, would, that's, that's, I would agree with you there. Yeah. I don't know much about Black Friday. I don't shop. I know essentially <clears throat> nothing about it. Um, David Purdom had a story in ESPN Shock. Station Casino. Did you talk to Chuck Esposito about this? I had him on the show a couple days ago. Okay. They put the prop up of uh, over under two and a half touchdowns for Tebow on the season. And they took a limit bet immediately, $2,000 on the under. But Chuck said that a lot of interest on Tim Tebow. And if you look across on any of these other networks, as they talk football all the time, it's nothing but Tim Tebow still. I, I just I don't get it. 
Does he even make the team? Can it, can we put a prop up bet on that? Yeah, this is probably the right time to announce on Monday when uh, Follow the Money starts. The whole show is going to be dedicated to Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow props. Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow interviews. It's all going to be Tim Tebow. Uh, I have no freaking idea why people were so fascinated Matt, by Tebow. I, Matt, I don't. I don't get it. Now, I don't have the volume up, obviously. We're on the air right now. I think it was NFL Network earlier today who showed on their screen. They put up video of uh, Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow. I don't know if this is sarcasm or not. I'm hoping it is. They put new dynamic duo <laughs> on the Chiron. You're joking. No, right? no, no. That's, huh? It said it a half an hour ago. It said new dynamic I didn't see, duo. I did see a headline last night. Tebow catches two touchdowns from Lawrence in practice. Oh, yes. I saw that headline on the, on the web last night. That's exciting right there. Tebow with two TD catches in practice. I'm sure there was a lot of defensive resistance amazing. on those two plays. Absolutely amazing. There's the prop, two and a half, shaded under, minus 125 on Tebow's. I'll take the under. I'll, I'll take the, the under on that as well as we roll along here on a Friday on Follow the Money, the Sin, the Sports Betting Network. Exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how we attack, you know, certain future markets as we're, you know, you, you're tying up money for several months at a time a lot. And that's what Brad Powers was saying. And I liked right. his answer about how, because if you're going to get into these games of the year in college football in late May, like that's at least three months that we're talking about. So he wants to look at like weeks one, two, and three, so we can get a return quicker than, mm-hmm. you know, waiting until like week 11 or 12, and then concentrate on betting those a little bit later on in the day. But for example, we talked about the home run leader in major league baseball the other day, on the show, and uh, Vlad is the co-leader right now. He has 16. He's plus 650. You explained this yesterday. You'd rather bet somebody like Raphael Devers, who's got 14 at 28 to one. If you're going to tie up money in a long-term futures market like this, you have to, I think, take look for value in long shots. And uh, I felt uh, vindicated or validated, that uh, Matt Vaskersian came on about 20 minutes later and said he would bet Raphael Devers yeah. at 28-1 to 1 on that on that list as well. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bet. If you got to wait, and I, I just said somebody text me uh, tonight or this morning, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. about betting uh, NFL win totals. I don't like to tie up too much money and stuff like that. You have to wait seven or eight months to yeah. cash a ticket if you do. Now, if you bet on credit, it could be a different story. Uh, but if you're actually betting with cash or betting on your app or whatever in your account, if I'm going to bet something like this where I have to wait several months to cash it, I'm looking for value in the longer shots. I'm not going to play something at 6-1 to one or something like that yeah. necessarily. Yeah, so on that note then, um, for example, betting the offensive rookie of the year in the NFL, would you rather take somebody like Najee Harris, who's 8-1, to one, or if you look down the list, like a Trey Sermon 
for the 49ers at 60-1? to No question about it. First of all, the 49ers traded up into the third round to get Trey Sermon for a reason. Kyle Shanahan knows how to use running backs. Oh, yes, he does. And if, if Kyle Shanahan trades up to get a running back, you know he's going to use him. Trey Sermon had 331 yards rushing against Northwestern in the Big Ten title game. You see what this guy can do. He's a tough runner. He's got speed. He can run over people. He can run around you, run by you, or he can run over you. I think he's a guy who's going to be a legit weapon in that San Francisco offense. You would have to bet Trey Sermon if you're going to bet that prop. Yep, I totally agree. And the 49ers, by the way, to uh, like Mostert, already dinged up a little bit. He's got an injury history. Yeah, that's one thing about the Niners' backs. A lot of times it's a platoon system, and Raheem Mostert's one of the fastest running backs in the league. Yeah. But at the same time, you're talking about Trey Sermon, who's a guy I think could be an every-down back, and if he wins the job, Shanahan's going to give him a ton of carries. I totally agree. And Shanahan's not a guy that if you can play, you can play. If he's a rookie and you get out there and prove yourself in training camp, he's going to play you. They have a really good offensive line. They have tons of weapons across the board on offense. I'm not going to be surprised, like in August, if like the fantasy world. I think the fantasy world's already talking about Trey Sermon as a guy that you're going to want to pick up this year for sure. Yeah. So at this point of the uh, of the game, definitely give me Trey Sermon at sixty to one. You, you now. How many times we've we <clears> seen this in the NFL, by the way, where a running back's drafted in the top ten? You go back to Leonard Fournette, right? Oh, of course. But you can find far better value drafting a running back in the second, third, fourth, fifth round. And Trey Sermon's going to be one of those guys I think people look back at some point this season and say, how did that guy go in the third round? He was a third-round pick, really, yep. out of Ohio State? No, as we look oh, at yeah, he could be a star. How about quarterbacks? Would you rather bet right now on Trevor Lawrence? He's around 3-1. to one. Kellen Mond is like 125-1. to one, Or like a Davis Mills who's 300-1. to one. I don't like Kellen Mond, so I wouldn't go that direction. Um, the thing with Davis Mills... The Texans are going to be really, really bad, and it looks like it looks like uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback if it's not Deshaun Watson, right? Mm-hmm. That's well, the way it appears as so of right was, now. So would Mills even get a shot? I guess Mills would get a shot if Tyrod Taylor goes down to injury. So maybe I would not bet that, and until something happened to Tyrod Taylor, then you say, okay, let's jump in now on Davis Mills if it's early in the season, and that market's up, and you get him at triple digit odds, because I, I do think. Uh, Depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor is going to be the man for the Texans. You know, that's a good point because if you go back to last year, that's when we talked about it a lot on this show. And when I got down, when Herbert made that start and he was told about it like 30 seconds before the game started because the trainer screwed up. Yeah. And uh, they were putting, they put that shot and I, I think it, it did not puncture like puncture Tyrod lung, Taylor's think, lung. Right? Yeah. And so you found out about that after the game. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, Herbert almost beat the Chiefs in game one. This doesn't sound good for Tyrod Taylor at all. Right. Uh, he's going to probably be the starter for the foreseeable future. And the way he looked, he could take off for the rest of the year. It made a lot of sense. And he was 16-1, to and Joe Burrow was 2-1. to Like, it makes way too much sense to bet Justin Herbert right now. No question. Um, how about in college football, does any team make sense to win the title outside of Alabama or Clemson? Yeah, I, I guess Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma would make some sense. Because you have Spencer Rattler back at quarterback, and uh, actually his backup's very talented too. Oklahoma's loaded at the quarterback position. And Brad Powers just said he thinks uh, Sooners got their best team 
on paper under Lincoln Riley, yep. correct? He said going back a good decade. And Alabama's breaking in Bryce Young, a sophomore quarterback that's got very little experience. Clemson's got a new quarterback. Obviously, uh, DJ played really well against Notre Dame uh, last season, so he's going to be a star. But if I think if there's one team, and you're not going to get great odds value here on Oklahoma, but if there's one team, I think it would be Oklahoma. And, I, you know, I like Cincinnati a lot, but can a team outside the Power Five even get into the playoff? Probably not. No, nope, I think we saw – I mean, I kind of need to see it to believe it first. And last year during the pandemic, if ever a team was going to get into the Final Four, it would have been last year. Mm-hmm. So until they expand to like six or eight teams, I would never bet on a group of five team, a non-power right. five. I just wouldn't do it. And then when you look at, you know, when you go below like the, the Bamas, Clemsons, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia, like the top four or five teams in the country, if you want to look for value, I don't think there is any value at a team like 30 to 1. Mm-hmm. Like a, a team like Wisconsin, for example, any team from the Pac-12, um, a North Carolina and they can be have really good regular seasons, but when it when push comes to shove, can they even a make the final four? At that point, they're going to be huge dogs against whoever they're going to play, and then they got to pull off two huge upsets to actually cash that ticket. You mentioned one. Of, you mentioned one of the teams that I, I think has got to be in that discussion. That's North Carolina because of Sam Howell. Yeah, and the other team uh, could be a little bit of a sleeper. You can make a case for would be Florida. I think Florida is going to be really good this year. Fair enough. Let's follow the money here on Veasan. Up next, a quick look at today's Major League Baseball card. I think you have to like a K-prop when this team has struck out more than 50% of the time against this starting pitcher. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes every week. Don't wait. Sign up now. And new customers get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Do we know if uh, Otani is going to go tonight? He, was uh, he is listed, man. He is expected to go. I think he will as long as he can make it to the park in time. Yes, right. So he was, when we talked about the game yesterday, like you liked Bassett, and he was yet again good last night, right? He was. He, he was, was really good. It was one of the best games of his career. By the way, the first career complete game for Chris Bassett last night. I watched, I was disgusted by the Miami Heat. Uh, this put me in a little bit better mood last night watching this game because I bet Bassett. Yesterday, uh, you know, you can bet action on some of these games. Sure. Like at the uh, Westgate yesterday is where I played this because they had the best line. A's minus 144, and that was action. And uh, at that point, I had no idea that Otani was going to get scratched. Uh, Otani was lucky to get scratched because he was not going to beat Chris Bassett last no, night anyway. agreed. And when uh, he was scratched, the Angels were bumped up from, excuse me, the A's were bumped up from about minus 145 to minus 190. Uh, with Bassett against Sandoval. Would you recommend that in betting Angels games moving forward? Like, if you want to go against Otani, would, Just you, bet action. would you try to make it action because anything can happen with him and he might get pulled before the game starts? I mean, he's probably the most likely pitcher in baseball to get scratched from starts. Yeah, right, exactly, yes. And, and if we can put that tweet up from yesterday, the reason why he was not the starter... Had nothing to do with no, he, physical. Right. This issues. is from uh, Taylor Ward, who covers the Angels... He was scratched from the game due to an accident on the Bay Bridge, a transfer to Bart, and a travel problem with Bart. Suzuki was also on the bus. Otani will start the game today instead. <laughs> so You lived in the Bay Area. You, you know uh, what traffic uh, issues or transportation issues can be like up there? If there's an accident on the Bay Bridge, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine you how long no that chance. would take to clean it up. And by the way, I'm a big Bart guy. I love taking Bart. I took it every single day for you know when I worked up there for 18 months. But I'm a big 
I love public transportation in big cities. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of my major complaints about Las Vegas. The yeah. monorail is only around like the Strip. I wish we had more public transportation. Like I go out of my way in major cities to take public transportation. I think it's awesome. Uh, but so was he originally on the BART? I'm confused a little bit here. I, th- I think he was. They were driving. They were driving, and then they had to abort and get to the BART somehow. Ooh. How did you even do that? I don't even know how you would do that. They were scrambling to try to get Otani to the Coliseum in time. Didn't work. Didn't yep. matter because Chris Bassett was not going to be beat last night. Chris uh, Bassett first career first career complete game, two hits, uh, struck out nine, walked one. Uh, it couldn't have been better last night. 114 total pitches. But then again, uh, if you're if you chart pitchers. Bassett might not be a guy you want to play in his next start because he yeah. did, like it did say, yeah. threw 114 pitches last night. He typically doesn't throw that many, and uh, he has now gone nine straight unbeaten starts. Let me let me give you one observation yeah. from that game last night. And I have not watched a lot of A's games this year, right? But over the years, I've watched a ton of A's baseball at the Coliseum. Is the 6:30 start? Is that a thing this year? And last year, because of the pandemic, because usually they start at 7.05 and 7.10, mm-hmm. I will tell you that the sun blazing down, like on the right, in, in, in the right field, in the center field, in the shadows, uh-huh. that 6.30 start, when I was watching last time, I'm like, that is tricky for pretty much everybody on the field. And I can see how, like, there's maybe a lot of unders here at the Coliseum if they have six, or like, first five unders with first those five. 6.30 starts. Yeah, first five innings. Yeah. You know, that's actually interesting because... That's a really good angle to play in Angels and Dodgers games in those afternoon yeah, starts. Yeah, right, right. Yep. Uh, I'll give you one observation uh, for the game today, and I, I teased it going in, and I just saw the K-prop in the middle of our quick break that we took. But Garrett Cole's on the mound today for the Yankees against uh, Mize and the Tigers. Cole on the season, terrific. I mean, the numbers across the board are certainly Cy Young worthy. 12.8 Ks per nine sticks out. Uh, the 1.81 ERA is fantastic. The FIP is actually better at 1.71. But th- the makeup of this current Tigers team, Matt, they have a slash of 130, 193, and 169 against Garrett Cole with 42 strikeouts in 83 uh, plate appearances. <laughs> so the current Tigers lineup has struck out at better than a 50% clip against yeah. Garrett Cole. The problem is I was hoping for 9.5 Ks, and I'd actually pay juice with that. But... It's 10.5 tonight, I'm looking right now, and the over's around plus 135 or plus 140. Can Garrett Cole, he certainly can, will he strike out 11-plus? That's a big number against this Tigers team. Well, if the number you made, the number you wanted to bet over is 9.5 and and you didn't get it, I would say don't like to play. Yeah, I won't. If it lands on 10, you're going to be ticked off about it all night. I wanted to play over 9.5 and and I bet over 10.5 and and it lands 10. Because really, if you're the Yankees, do you have to let Cole go eight innings if you're winning in a blowout? Nah, not really. You can pull him after six, right? Yep, yep. And Cole tonight um, goes in this game with uh, 12.8 strikeouts per nine innings. He's got 92 Ks over 64 and two-thirds. I I would think that this would not be a game where he's got to go exceptionally deep because uh, the Yankees should be able to handle the Tigers, but you never know. Yeah, I would agree with that. The number one pitcher in terms of ROI goes tonight. And it's uh, who everybody expects when I tell you about that. Return on investment, best pitcher so far in baseball is Jordan Lyles for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He goes against Sheffield and the Mariners. Mariners shut him out last night 5 nothing. But when you think about it here, this is it's you know why certain numbers can be so weird and it means nothing. He's number one ROI, but he has a 5.94 ERA. 
and the FIP is over five. He, he doesn't strike out a ton of guys. He walks three plus per nine, allows almost two home runs per nine. And he's been a little unlucky with the Babbitt at 329 on the season. But that guy is not, you know, certainly helps again when they beat Garrett Cole last week. And he was a plus 250 in that game. And he's had a couple of other nice upsets in there. But when you get run support, that can kind of skew things for you a little bit. Yeah, last week, uh, Garrett Cole, by the way, at Texas, went only five innings in that game, gave up two homers, struck out seven. Mm-hmm. Rangers have surprised me. I, I really thought they would be rock bottom, one of the two or three worst teams in baseball. And obviously, they're not all that impressive right now if you look at their record. But I, I think they've exceeded most. Of, they're 22 and 30. I thought they'd be like in, you know, a 17 and 33 type of team, yeah. you know, 17 and 35 type of team right now. But. A couple of pitchers have uh, performed pretty well, and this is one. I'm curious what the Padres are going to do tonight with uh, Lamette on the mound. He takes on, I think Valdez is scheduled to go for the Astros. Um, now, Lamette has started three games this year. The last two have been out of the pen. Mm-hmm. But if you look at like number of pitches he's throwing, or the batter, for example, the batter's faced by appearance, 8, 9, 8, 9, and 11. He does have good numbers, very small sample size. I know they've been treating him with kids' gloves here coming into the season. Like, is he gonna, can he go five tonight? Are they going to let him you know, throw 75 pitches? Yeah, it obviously depends on the pitch count. And I would think that uh, they're, they're going to start to stretch him out to that 80 mark. You have to at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Like, you gradually have to increase things. And he's really good. And they're like the best team in baseball, but this is a good series here. Another good test for the Padres this weekend on the road against the Padres Astros. Padres playing really well. Like you said, they went to uh, Milwaukee for that series. They had the best record in baseball, the yep. Padres did. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you also, with guys like Lamette, you don't have to panic. Say, hey, we get this. We get the whole second half of the season to uh, get him in form. Uh, I, th- I think uh, one of the more interesting games on the card tonight uh, is the fact that the uh, – Arizona Diamondbacks going to start Mad Bum against St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Let me grab it. Make sure the number is. Yep. So the D-backs have now lost eleven in a row, right? Yep. A team that's lost eleven in a row is a minus one thirty-five favorite tonight yep. with uh, Mad Bum on the mound. So the D-backs against the Cardinals uh, here at Circa right now it's minus one twenty-nine, as high as minus one thirty-five in the market. Not often you see a team with a double-digit game losing streak favored by that number. No, and Mad Bum's season has been up and down. Mm-hmm. First three starts were horrendous. Then after that, turned it around, had that 7-8 no-no. But you're right. I mean, and by the way, the Cardinals, for what it's worth, they have good numbers off Mad Bum, like the guys in the lineup right now. Uh, good slash, five home runs overall, three by Goldie, two by Arenado, uh, 24 Ks and 187 plate appearances. So... Like the current makeup of this Cardinals team, the collective group, they have hit Mad Bum quite well, and you can get plus money this morning. I mean, I would approach it like, you know how you split your units last night with the Heat game? Mm-hmm. I'd maybe look at uh, splitting a unit here on Cardinals first five plus money and uh, Cardinals for the game right. plus money. I'll be taking a look at that. Actually, uh, I, I do have a big dog in baseball I like tonight. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Uh I wanted to point one more thing out to you here, and I know you notice this. Rockies right now have been uh, the worst road team in baseball, one of the worst I can remember in a long time yep. at their current record. The Rockies are 3-20 and 20 on the road, 3-20. and 20. But they got a chance to pick up a road win 
tonight, Mitch, because they play the Pirates. John Gray, a favorite on the road against Mitch Keller. Uh, right now in some spots, Rockies minus 115 with that 3-20 and 20 road record. John Gray has been, like, shockingly good this year. Like, he has solid numbers, yeah. and I think it's, it doesn't matter where he's pitched. Like, home numbers have been good on the road tonight. I, I got to tell you, I think I would throw the road record out tonight. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Or, or is it too much to ignore? I'm just, I'm just laughing at the game. I, I think I would bet John Gray on the road, but you're still talking about a team that's historically bad on the road right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And they happen to get one against the Mets this week. Against the bad news Bucks. Yeah. Rockies and the Bucks. That's yeah. a great game on tonight's schedule. Yeah. And uh, again, like <clears throat> the, the Giants against the Dodgers for a weekend set here. They're going to get swept again here by the Dodgers. Uh, it's a good pitching matchup tonight. East Clafani's been really good. Yeah, he got roughed up in a start last he week. Did. But uh, I think he, you're going to see him bounce back tonight. This might be the big dog I like him. Yep. All right, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We'll do a quick rundown and a recap of what took place last night. And uh, maybe the best way to attack this Game 7 tonight. Coming up next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 